Keltec is a proud sponsor of the Talking Lead Podcast and the Leadhead Brigade. He goes off during the interview a couple of times. But Chris, Chris, come back to us. Nodding off. Marty, just see that? I'm, I'm hungover. I'm hungover. <laughs> you have a big night? <laughs> Chris no. is chasing the dragon. <laughs> just, just, you know, had a lot of fun. Over. It wasn't, yeah, it was just, I don't know. Oh, I had a great time. I can't hang out there. Yeah, me neither. We were talking about a bunch of things, you know. you My words are going to fail at some point to this interview. I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. You didn't have a drink. You should have had a beer. Like a bunch. Yeah. You, you got drinking whiskey? A water. Oh, well, last night. <laughs> I got drunk on water. Really <laughs> fucked me up. Yeah, you are getting old. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> it wasn't the distilled. Damn alkaline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was about bourbon. a lot of bourbon. Bourbon, bourbon. Ken just went by, too. Ken Ross? You know Ken? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 So, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back at the 2023 National Rifle Association Annual Meeting, or NRAM, as, as it's affectionately called, 2023. Bringing it to you from the lead quarters. Oh, ladies that's a and gentlemen. Yeah, the lead quarters. quarters. Like the yeah. lead quarters. Wow. <laughs> and did you see, did you show the new logo? I haven't yet. I ha- did you not? What'd you do with I your saw, shirt? I, saw, I, I put it in my room. I thought okay. the camera guy wasn't even here. Okay. Are we on video? No. No, no he's right here. Right. But we could we could describe the logo. Okay. He's right here. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. Like, so use your words to describe the logo. Yet. We are teasing oh. it here. Oh, did I, screw, did I screw that up? You, yeah, you just released you some confidential up, information. Yeah, you it up. We'll edit no, that. I put it. I put it out in places. Okay, it's. I'm slowly like getting people used to it. I'm not gonna hit them all at once with it. Mm-hmm. I'm like just creeping it in here and there just to see if they even notice that I've got a new logo. No, I'm being sneaky with it. Yeah. Okay. So everybody, this is Evan. Hi, Evan. Evan. Up, Evan? I'm Chris. 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 Kevin. Kevin. Yep. Yes, you do. Mike Soldini. So if you could uh, video this, absolutely, that'd be great. And maybe do uh, like for our live, do a video for that to post yeah. up. That'd be that'd be a good one too. Now, are we all here with Walk the Talk America, or are we here with different representing uh, your own individual? So this, this is going to be a group. Yeah. This is a group session. This is a group. Se- a group I love group sessions. They all represent Walk the Talk America. Exactly right. <laughs> we all, we just, all are Walk the Talk yes, America. I, yes, Every everybody represent. actually here has been I am instrumental Spartacus. in Walk That's the true. Talk America. So that is true. I, I'm going to treat this as just one extended therapy session. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to get you ramped up for tonight to put yeah. on round two. Yeah, I need to talk about what happened last night, how I'm feeling now, and. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till tonight. It's coming. All over again. It's coming. So, indeed. Mike joined us at Shot Show mm-hmm. this year, and you had your buddy Jake, and you had um, Devin came by. Yeah, and Jay Hood. And Jay Hood. Yeah. Is Jay Hood here? This no, I'm flying solo this time. Okay, so yeah. just just you representing just WTTA. Everybody else had obligations. <laughs> well, that, that's understandable. Which is great. I mean, like if you think about it, everybody does what they do for WTTA for free. You know what I mean? That's so true. Like, I don't have employees. Like, you know, you just take them when you can get them. Yeah, take them when I can get them. There you go. Apparently, Indianapolis. Well, you've rounded up two two good ones to you know be seen with and and talk the talk. My my talk heroes. Does. Kevin Dixie, oh, ladies and gentlemen, oh, joining us. The new slimmer's more svelte 
Kevin Dixie. Get this, up on that mic so we can no, hear you. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, come on. There, yeah. Where, where, look, I'm trying. This is his first time. Yeah, this I've never, I, I don't do these, time. what are these mics interview things? What is this? Um, no, let me. Let me Maybe got you the red one, too, so you could. Yeah, that's right. That's my colors, man. There you go. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah, you know, I'm enjoying the, uh, the weight loss, trying to have a good time. Wanted to live longer, man. You know, uh, yeah. start looking at some videos, and I'm like, nah, nah. It's like, nah, this ain't going to work. Um, and I like to be uh, active and fun and can't necessarily teach people how to stay alive and inspire them if you're like you're about to kill over and die. So That's uh, kind of part of being a responsible gun owner, right? Yep. Getting in shape, being able to defend yourself, defend others, not just with the firearm, but physically as well. Yep. That's absolutely yeah. true. So I encourage everybody. Look, I'm no workout Nazi or anything like that. I'm, I'm <laughs> not the Nazi. guy that if I see you eating a burger, I might like give me a piece. You know, it's cool. <laughs> but at the mine. same time, we got to be somewhat responsible. I've been dealing with this Oprah thing for all my life. Like my weight always does this, right? So um, <laughs> for, for me, it's about just understanding who you are, where you are. And, um, you know, do you want to be an asset or a liability? And even if even if you don't think about it on a broad scale, uh, take guns out the equation, man. Take take all the guns out the equation. Think mm -hmm. about um, your family having to take care of you. Thinking about the fact they can't go to work because they have to come home. They can't live their life. Your kids can't live their life. Their your kids turn 26. They want to go live and enjoy life, but because you're diabetic, because you didn't take care of yourself, now they got to stay close to mom or dad to right. take care of you. So think about the quality of life of those around you. If you can avoid issues right now things happen in life all the time but if you can avoid them i would much rather my kids and my wife and my family live and prosper instead of saying hey i can only do 60 percent of what i want to do in life because dad decided to have three damn double cheeseburgers for right. you know eight now months in a row and now all of a sudden triple bypass yeah you know his layers are getting cut off and stuff like that so just you know take the guns out the equation think about your family's quality of life but, I, have, but I have a very simple mantra. Chris Chang, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, hello. I'm, I'm, so I have a very simple mantra that I'm trying to live my life by these days, which is make good choices. <laughs> okay. That's it. Real simple. I make mean, good it sounds choices. simple enough. Yeah. Uh, it sounds simple. I, I, I did not follow my mantra last night. <laughs> Every day it starts over. Sometimes you slip. Yeah, you slip. And it happens. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, I just, just got to get, get back get back in the saddle and try and make good choices. I think, yeah, whether it's, you know, diet, exercise. Uh, yeah, I just have to make good choices. Well, you've started by coming by the lead quarters and talking to the lead heads. Man. Yeah, so we that has been it. a great choice for me today. That has so been like your best choice so far, and, and yeah. it's just going to propel from there until tonight. And, and then that's where we're going to slip again. <laughs> and then you wake up like Groundhog Day, and you're like, oh, I feel terrible. He's going to have bourbon. I'm going to make better choices. Damn it, Kevin. <laughs> you did it to me again. It's going to happen. It's going to be bad. Bourbon and cigars. Oh, yeah, my. Oh, oh my. did you go to this, the cigar bar? Um, there's, uh, there's a cigar bar nearby. Nick oh. Bailey's. That's it. This is a problem that I know these things. Yeah, yes. I was going to say, you <laughs> right off That's that. it. It's Nick Bailey's is downstairs. It kind of puts you... Um, it's kind of like a speakeasy kind yeah. of deal. Ooh, One of my buddies yesterday cool. said um, it, it reminded him of uh, the Continental off of uh, John Wick. Uh, <laughs> like the sitting area. Like, it's yeah. really cool, though. It's supposed nice. to be like couches and everything. I'm oh, going to really check nice. it out. Yeah, yeah. It's really it nice. It sounds like it'd be, be pretty cool. It's kind of your kind of place, man. Is it? You would dig it. Okay. Yeah. And you would fit in perfect there. Really? The Gambino. Yeah. Oh, good. It's Mothra. So, Dini. <laughs> <laughs> so, you got some new stuff uh, since we talked last yeah. going on with yeah. Walk to Talk America that we want to uh, inform our listeners about. So. Yeah, something that's really cool is that, uh, you know, 
for those that know, we have a cultural competence course on our website that we've been giving to clinicians across the United States. But up until recently, we couldn't guarantee that if you were a clinician, say in Ohio or Michigan or you know Indiana, that you could get the CEU credits. Like the only guarantee was if you were a clinician in Nevada. Like right. we knew that. So it's not that you couldn't take the course and said go to the board and say, hey, I took this. I'd like it to be recognized. Um, so that was always kind of like a barrier to entry to get some people to take it. But we recently partnered with Cassatt out of Nevada, and they're licensed in all 50 states. So now people have the option to either take the free course online or take that same course, pay, mm -hmm. right? But guarantee that you're going to get the CEU credits. Doesn't matter where you are. You can be in nice, you know, Maryland, right? So we're excited about that. Because so now they're getting rewarded for the education, right? And it's a guarantee. And here's the thing I love about it the most. Um, when I was talking to Cassatt, because they're not gun people, right? right? And I was like, uh, we want to sponsor like pay half of the fee for any clinician to take this. Yeah. And um, I was like, do you have a problem with us like having sponsors that are gun companies? Because a lot of times when you try to bring in a gun company to it, they're like, no, we, we can't do that. They're just like, yeah, we don't have a problem with it. So if you go to Cassatt's website, there's a big Ruger you know, logo. Nice. Yeah, and that's what I love is like when you can normalize People are like, hey, it's firearms. Like, this is normal. Like, well, it's dispelling the, you know, the myth that they put out there that, you know, we're the cause of all this. And, and we don't care. But look, we got mm -hmm. mental health professionals that understand that that's not the problem. That's not the root cause. And the gun companies are actually involved with this themselves in trying to, you know, yeah. help, get, help. Get, get people through and yeah, actually get people pay, help. Pay, pay for, you know, the education. To right. be educated, when you take that course, I mean, Obviously, like there are parts of that course where you guys could teach it, right? Like because we're in it, we know it, right? But there's a lot that people learn taking this course because when you talk about the mental health community, most of the most mental health clinicians are not gun people. It's not right. that they're afraid to learn, but you know, it's just not their bag, them, right? They need the yeah. environment to learn from it. But there's a lot on there, and like I said, I'm just I'm super excited that someone can go there and just be like, oh, cool, Ruger is paying for me to get this education. Yeah, you know, they care. Absolutely. That's and, awesome, man. Yeah. Congratulations with that. Yeah, I think it's going to be the next big thing. So if they want to, to do the credits, tell them again where they can go and uh, you, sign it's, up for that. Well, you can go to our website. Go to WTTA.org, yeah. and you have the options to either take the course. You could Anyone could take it and get a certificate, right? Yeah. Um, but if you are a clinician and let's say, you, you know. You're going to get your CE credits. Yeah, you required. want those credits, and you don't want to go into the board. You could just pay for it through yeah. Cassatt, which is a link on the website, and then you know, you're good to go. So Awesome. Yeah. Congratulations yeah, on getting you. that done, man. It's, it's, it's just opening the doors for more people to, to get involved. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just, it. like I said, anytime you could take companies from, you know, that are inside the firearms industry and expose them in a positive light to maybe people that just don't know, or maybe even sort of anti-gun, right? Like, it's like, oh, wow. Like, that's really cool. You know, Ruger is literally paying for people to get educated on you know, demystifying the yeah. gun culture. Yeah. yeah. And vice versa. Yeah. Works both for ways. The, Definitely. The gun culture. So walk the talk America, bridging the gap between the mental health industry and the firearms industry. Yes. Yeah. That, that's, that was your original mission and you're continuing it and yeah. expanding upon it. And you know, when you, when you start like a 501c3 and you're, you know, this is an evolution, right? Cause everybody at this table was pretty much with me from day one. Right. It, 
you just you always wonder like what is next what's the next thing i remember i remember that call i got from you he's like hey i got this idea don't don't think i'm crazy about doing this but just <laughs> hear me out <laughs> yeah so i was like dude that's freaking phenomenal yeah yeah, it's just been it's been a crazy five years, and I love that we. I mean, Chris and I were just in D.C. I mean, I, I think we can talk about this stuff, right? Like we were in D.C. with the VA, you know, working on. And, and I think Chris, you could expand on this, but, dude, where we're at now, compared to where we're we were five, six, seven years ago, like gun industry professionals and people are being brought to the table for once. They're being actually being sought out. Yes, they're being asked to take part in the discussions. And, yes. And yeah. on a level that I mean, right, Chris? Yeah, it was something, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to use I'm going to use my words. He's now. wanting you to interrupt him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a wonderful experience, right, to see the Veterans Affairs Administration, you know, invite the NSSF, which is the Firearms Industry Trade Group, and then you know, uh, gun people like Mike and, and like me to be a part of a discussion, an ongoing discussion. I mean, these 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 meetings have been ongoing for eight some years now mm -hmm. right where it's 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 government it's private industry and it's also members of the mental health community of the gun community all coming together with the goal of saving lives right and particularly this working group that we were in last week was around suicide prevention mm -hmm. and there's obviously a, a pretty strong correlation between suicide prevention and mental health services and making sure that if somebody wants and needs mental health services, that they understand, well, one, what resources are available to them? What does the process look like? Is there equal access, right, to, to those um, you know, therapy resources? And then, you know, in the context of the Second Amendment, right, so a big, a big concern <clears throat> that Mike and I and others continually flag with with the VA and other mental health providers is you know talking to a gun owner right about mental health issues and also you know their guns like it is a sensitive issue mm -hmm. and the practitioners need to be very thoughtful about how they talk about firearms uh, to a patient right right and make sure that you know there there are some very well-founded fears right from some gun owners who do not seek mental health services because they know that some of these mental health providers have the power to take their guns away right right because they're seeking out mental health services so it's you know like mike mentioned the cultural competency piece is really important right for for us to be able to explain to mental health providers like this is these are the considerations that you need to think about when you're talking to a, a, a patient who's also a gun owner and ultimately yeah we're, we're on the same page in terms of trying to keep people safe and getting them the help and resources to do so the Kiltech KSG 410 is the perfect sidekick with no kick. At just over an inch and a half wide, just over 26 inches long, and just over 5 pounds, you'll be hard-pressed to find a more impressive 410 bore shotgun. In fact, it's the world's first and only pump-action 410 bore bullpup shotgun. The side-by-side -side dual feeding tubes and one in the chamber delivers an impressive 11-round total capacity, making it as functional as it is fun. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. Very good. And you guys just went to D.C. You got any other um, events like that coming up? No. No. no? Nothing. No. I mean. Yeah, so I anybody listening that knows one. Yeah. It's, it's always ongoing. 
Kevin's got an event coming up, though. I'm gonna try to make it. Oh, gonna try? I'm gonna try. <laughs> I'm gonna I, try. I, no, if I, if <laughs> that I don't, means if if I don't have to move. I mean, I'm sorry, buddy. Oh, I ain't gonna right. make it. I yeah, forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, point. yeah. I forgot about that point. Where are you yeah. moving? I just gotta find a new house. The owner of my house that I rent wants to sell it. There's nothing. Oh, okay. So you're <laughs> nothing. It falls like you're right on in the, Las Vegas. The, yeah, the last day falls right on Kevin's yeah, event. The event. Yeah. Which I and he's invited me to speak at this event every year, and it's always a great opportunity. You know, but you always find some excuse to weasel <laughs> out. Is that oh, at least he hearing? at least he responds. Chris has never even acknowledged the damn thing. So. I mean, yeah. I deleted his number from my phone, so <laughs> I, just, I just like blocked him. I don't even get these messages. This is crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, nobody's asked me a question since I've been here until it came time to insult me. Correct. Correct. You didn't know yes. that. Ah, this is some sucks. bullshit. That's what I'm talking about. Absolutely. <laughs> so, Kevin, what's new with you, brother? Not much. Um, what I will say before I get into the, the things that are new, there are a couple of things that are new. Uh, to anybody listening, this is something that's very important. Um, one of the first things when I sent shockwaves through this particular industry is when I stood up on television and said, the first time I picked up a gun, I tried to kill myself. Right? And That'll do it. Just like it got quiet just now, yeah. the room was like, it's like what? Okay. Right? Because we don't, we're afraid to have those conversations out loud. Now, granted, I was a 13-year-old kid. Right. Obviously, I failed at it. I wasn't too good at figuring out how to load things and drop safeties and things like that. Uh, but the point is, even at 13, the gun to me looked like an immediate fix to take mm-hmm. away all the pain. Right. And when you transfer, uh, you transfer that to an adult who two sides, one, an adult that hasn't been brave enough uh, to go and say, I think something's wrong. Right. Um, to admit they've got a problem, to admit they got a problem. They could be connected to their freedom. They could understand and believe in the Constitution, but be disconnected from their own soul, right? And and not understand that up here, I don't care about the six-pack and all that. If this thing is broke, you know, you're going to be in a bad situation. Yeah. Um, and then there are the individuals that have, um, they, they have the, the courage to say something is wrong, but then they feel like society is going to shame them because they're the going to say it. They're going to judge them. So what I encourage everybody to do is... Wake up in the morning and uh, give the world the big middle finger. And you make sure you're doing whatever you need to do to take care of yourself. Uh, so Walk to Talk America, one thing I was a big fan of when we talked about it, I remember being a gun owner. Even when I was, in, uh, when I was back at the PD, I still was struggling with things. Mm-hmm. I had no one to talk to. Hey, I could lose my damn job. Right. Right? Um, I was around inmates all the time. They're not going to trust me around them. And then I could also lose my gun. Yeah. Right? So I am struggling and suffering in silence for a decade with nobody to talk to until Dang. mental health sort of started becoming a thing. And my only treatment was to say, I'm going to talk about it out loud. After I went through clinicians when I was a teenager, my only treatment as an adult was just to talk about it out loud. And then I kind of used the boldness of what are you going to say to me? Because I said it out loud. But venting was my therapy. So now that, you know, fast forward, now that we have organizations like uh, WTTA, and I think Americans are more comfortable, we're starting to talk about mental health in general. I think we're getting way yeah. more comfortable with that. Yeah. Um, I think people should take uh, the opportunity. Um, well, it's, to, be, to it's, it. it's becoming less of a stigma for people to come out and talk about it now. It's, it's becoming more acceptable because people understand that you can't pent it up. You know, you can't leave it in. you got to get it out. you got to talk to somebody, and you got to be able to do it with you know knowing that there's not going to be any repercussions consequences yeah consequences you're not going to lose your your firearms you're not going to have to go you know do whatever you know for your job 
uh, it's 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 becoming more acceptable, and that's good, and it needs to be because there's more people talking about it, and it's because you know I think organizations like Walk the Talk America that are getting out there and reaching these people that aren't educated, you know, in the the firearms industry. They don't really understand it. They don't understand our culture, and we don't understand theirs, obviously, either. But we, we're all part of that. Everybody's experienced some sort of mental illness at some point in their life. You know, yeah, one of the, the big, degrees are different. But. One of the big changes that I think has been really notable over the past year is the launch of the new 988 service, right? So this is instead of you know 911 for you know law enforcement and medical emergencies, 988 is a new number that right if you need mental health services uh you can call 988 it's available 24 7 nationwide nationwide hotline exactly and so you know to see the government you know, actually do something positive right. <laughs> <for> <laughs> once is um you know uh, how long have they had this 988 do you know it's pretty it's pretty new it's only been yeah, maybe a year, year. Yeah. Okay. maybe a year so right. we probably don't have any stats on on how it's going not not that i've seen i mean yeah, yeah. Uh, at some point i'm sure we'll see some statistics right now like anything new this is about uh, an awareness figuring it out too and that yeah. too but yeah just getting people aware uh, that 988 is a free mental health resource right if that's if you want someone to talk to wtta.org right another great channel if you don't want to talk to someone per se initially you can right take a free anonymous mental health screening on the wtta.org yeah. website and yeah ultimately this i've is had several friends I've, I've had listeners contact me you know saying that they're struggling they're having issues you know, who, who can i talk to who can i get in touch with of course you know always Put out the Walk Talk America as like they've got a great screening you know program there. You guys go there. Uh, there's for veterans. Uh, you know, there's not really anything for veterans out there other than you know if if they've got like a support group you know, to go and do you know, talk to and, and talk about their problems. So the 988. I assume you can remain anonymous with the 988. Anonymity is like the biggest thing yeah. concern for for exactly. most of the people. In their reservation, you know, in calling or maybe going online because they feel like they can be tracked and you know, it could ultimately be used against them somehow, some way. Yeah, I, I get that question a lot with uh, the screenings. Still, yeah, you know, it's kind of funny because you know, the very first thing I did when I took a screening is I I answered it two ways. I answered one like in crisis just to see like what would happen, and then I answered it like. Correct, like just yeah. normal, and it's so funny because like at this point it's like five years. If if someone took a screening through Walk to Talk America and it and it backfired on them and, and something happened to their rights, there would be no Walk to Talk America anymore. It, yeah. would, it would be a wrap. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's like sometimes I'm in meetings and I'm like, look, we're year number five. Like, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. Your anonymity is is safe with, with and, in doing this. Yeah, screening and that that's and that's worked against us in many ways. Like to go get grants um, because people want to know what the data is, right? And I'm like, it's free and anonymous. Like I, you can't go to gun people and start collecting yeah. data. Like you know what I mean? So to me, it's like take that leap of faith. Like relax, data. Don't let data get in the way of saving a life. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> then that shuts them down, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, huh? Good point. Throw your Trump card down there, yeah, Mike. Exactly. <laughs> so, Walk the Talk America. Give the website. WTTA.org. .org. Yeah. And social media. Uh, at Walk the Talk US on all social media. Okay. Yeah. And I had talked to 
Jake, I guess, because he he's one of the guys I contacted. You were doing something, I don't know. But anyway, he got back with me, and you know, you guys don't have a number that, that people can call right now. You've got the online screening, but it's something that you're looking into. Well, we're looking, like, that's, that's the next big project, too, is we're starting to build a network of mental health professionals that are 2A culturally competent and that are willing to put that out there. Guys like Jake, they're yeah. like, hey, I'm a gun owner, like we're gun owners here, like we, we accept you. Um, and I think that's the biggest thing. I don't want to hide in the shadows anymore. Like I don't want there to be like a secret list of clinicians. I want clinicians to come out and say like, we are who we are, right? Right. Because I'm, I'm real big on normalizing firearms because they are normal and they're healthy, right? And I think the more we move towards that, the better it's gonna be. Just think about the power of, you know, couple clinicians in all 50 states right like then we have a voice too right like I think that's where we need to go so that's that's one thing we're working on we have a right now I think we have like eight or nine clinicians okay. that, you know signed up on it but if I've got a clinician that's listening right now and they want to be part of this yeah be part of it what do they do well they could they come to our website we want you to take our cultural competence course like I said it is free sure um, you know or you could go the other way if you want the CU credits right but we want you to go through the courses it's about six hours, uh, three hours for the course one and two, mm-hmm. and then just contact us after after you get your certificate and just say, I want to be listed. And we get some people that don't want to be listed, which is fine. And then and we get others that are like, put me on there. Sign me up. Yeah. Like, and that's what, you know, that's what we want. You, know? nice. you don't have to be listed, but we really want you to. Because What states are you in right now? Uh, so uh, I'd have to take a look exactly. I'm, put you on the spot? Yeah, you put me on the spot. But I mean, we're I'm we're good at that. We're you in, are good at that. <laughs> Such a mean guy. Yeah, we're in Nevada. We're in Alaska. We're in West Virginia. can't believe you didn't bring me any mule deer chili. Awesome, Mike, about that chili story earlier. I know. I mean, maybe I've got some in a little little tote outside the outside the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll, hand, I'll hand feed it to you. I'll hand feed it to you. It'll be a wonderful experience. I would like to do a live on that a one. little airplane, you know, coming to the airplane hangar. Open up. Oh, they're so precious. Right? And he would do that for me. Yeah, I would. He would do that for me. (laughs) So, great stuff that you guys are doing. I really, really like what you're doing. It's much needed. I want to thank you. Because you, like I said, you've given me this platform since day one. You're always welcome here. You know that. You know that. Leadheads love you. They loved you prior to it. And they're behind you 100% with the Walk Talk America. Oh, that's awesome. No. I told you, anything that we could do, let us know. Yeah, no, I appreciate that, brother. Absolutely. We're always here. So, Chris, mm-hmm. Kevin. Mm-hmm. So, outside of Walk Talk America, what all has been going on with you guys? Chris is you deferring to, to you Kevin. You've been, like, chomping at the bit. I talked to some like, people yeah. you know at SHOT Show came by. You talked to everybody at SHOT Show. <laughs> I did. I talked to a lot of people. Yeah, they, they kept telling show. me, like, hey, you need to go over there. I was like, I'm, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. <laughs> um, the, oh, what's new? So I'm no longer, well, okay, let me, let me back up. All right. So I'm a Georgia resident now, a Georgianian. I don't know what it's called, but I live Georgian. in Georgia. A Georgian. There you go. So I'm a Georgian now. Um, moved there a couple of years ago. I am excited about a couple of things. One, it's now, although this is in St. Louis, Missouri, Train and Learn. So what Train and Learn is coming up Memorial Day weekend. It's every Memorial Day weekend. Uh, Train and Learn was my answer for uh, professional development for the freedom community, as I call it. Not just instructors. It could be freedom community. 
right. right? I don't care what you do. Um, but if you have a business aspect to what you do, even running social media, then it's, um, it's, it's for you. So we bring in individuals to speak about their different expertise, kind of give workshops about what they're good at, right? So it could be, um, uh, like this year, we're gonna cover um, uh, search engine optimization and how to, to leverage that with um, social media and your website, right? Nice. Talk about developing unique markets, right? Because some of us service very unique niche markets. Mm -hmm. How do you foster those markets? Um, the psychology behind marketing. Um, so different things that we cover, and we switch it up every year, right? To kind of get a uh, uh, little variety, little variety yeah. out there. So that's a three-day professional development event that gives you a total of nine workshops, four are range-related, five are not, and two on the range involve a handgun and a rifle, and then two are soft skills. Well, I'll call one of them soft. This year we're going to be uh, covering tasers, and we're going to be covering um, medical. But okay. I'm waiting on somebody to get taste for the medical people to come help them. Uh, <laughs> so that'll be fun. But so we're giving we're giving the industry not only the the business acumen they need, we're also giving them some some training aspects that they need. What type of medical are you implementing? Uh, well, this is going to be conducted by the USCCA, okay. um, and I forget the name of the curriculum. Uh, but it's going to be more the entry level curriculum for individuals. Okay. Um, and I will tell people if you don't think medical is important. To, um, it's the most I've, important. It is. I've been in some unfortunate situations, uh, but the last unfortunate situation that I was in where I saved a life had nothing to do with a gun. It had everything to do. And the, the crazy thing was there were a ton of gun guys standing around that froze when uh, the situation happened. I was like having a cigar and drinking coffee eight yards away from it. And it was like at least a dozen dudes yeah. between me and the guy that, that passed out. Right? Not this noggin. Froze. And everybody's like, oh, mad I was the fact that I got to put my cigar down. You ever had to put a cigar <laughs> down this month and go? But I did it because everybody else is like, uh, now we can, I mean, we're doing double taps. Your Mozambique drill is good. Your build drill is solid. But then when somebody cracks their noggin, yeah, all of a sudden it's so free. So medical is very important. Uh, so training learn is an awesome event. We mean, we've had guys like Mike out speaking and sharing his expertise. Um, and not only from Walk to Talk America, his his knowledge in the gun industry is massive. Right. So he's out there sharing a lot of different things. So it's um, it's what you need. We have a lot of skill sets, different things that we can offer um, that we don't know if we don't talk to each other. Like, like, oh, you shoot guns. Yeah. But I also have a master's in procurement acquisition and contract management. I'm Sounds also like a, a good logistics weekend, expert. Man. You know? yeah, yeah. yeah. So you come and you get a lot of information in gaming. Do I get CE credits? You don't get CE. I don't know. Want to do that? Not yet. I don't know. We can yeah, put up a live yeah. CE yeah. class. You know what? One thing I want to say about this: this you, it doesn't matter what your skill level is. Too, yeah. you could literally be a novice. Yeah. You know what I mean? And get out there. So, it's and they make awesome. you, they make you feel comfortable about it, which I think is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. Is yeah. this like you got to register for this? Get tickets? Yeah. You go to noothechoice.com, which is the website. The Vince called Train and Learn. So, no other choice. No other, no other choice. Noothechoice.com forward slash Train and Learn. Um, you get. The event, you get three meals, you get a Ooh. cigar and bourbon pairing class with a cigar and a poor bourbon, if, wow. if you indulge. Uh, you get a night vision Absolutely. experience. It's not training, but a lot of people have never shot night vision, so we just have that experience for That's them. Fun. Last year, yeah. we had a private fireworks show. You get all that and a third day of entire content collaboration for 350 bucks. And that's in Georgia. No, that's in Missouri. So that's, that's in Missouri. Yeah, okay. 90 miles south of St. Louis. Okay. Um, and then, and so, noothechoice.com forward slash train and learn. The only people this is not for is if you are, and I love you to death, if you're somebody that goes out to the range and you shoot every weekend, 
and you take training classes, that's awesome. Keep doing that. Matter of fact, jump your butt in the training class at NorthernChoice.com. I'd love to have you out. There you go. But it is not for that individual. It's for somebody that operates a business of some ilk, right? Um, whether gotcha. you work for a manufacturer, you work at a gun store, you run a social media page, you're a blogger, YouTuber, podcaster, photographer. It's for those type of people. So me. Yeah, you. You're more than it's welcome to come out. Yeah, yeah. That's why I've been staring at you the whole time I've been saying. <laughs> He's like, um, and then the uh, you. the other thing that I have going on that I'm very excited about is I go to Missouri. Um, in Georgia, not to confuse the two, in Georgia, uh, there's a project I've been working on in my head for about a decade now, but it's finally starting to come to life. It's called the Greenwood Project. Greenwood. Yeah, Greenwood. It's uh, I named it after the 1921 Tulsa, Oklahoma riots. Um, mm. The nickname of the community was Greenwood. Okay. Uh, and, and if you don't know, uh, long story short, that's where hundreds of black people were slaughtered in uh, 24 hours based off of a lie where not only did the townspeople turn on them and start murdering them, uh, so did the state police. They assisted in the murder of uh, people, and you can even see old pictures of um, cargo trucks dragging bodies uh, down the street and dumping them in mass graves. Matter of fact, we're still finding the mass graves now really? uh, where these people were, were killed. Yeah, Isn't there a documentary on this not too long ago? Yeah, there have been a couple of them. Like yeah, something recent. And I want my credit, uh, producers, <laughs> if you're hearing about it. I've been screaming about this thing for years, and they go yeah. do the documentary and don't put me in it. Um, but, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, it's a very troubling thing. But the, the, the beauty uh, that was there is the fact that everything was self-sustaining, right? When, and the point is, when people showed you that they wouldn't support you, you support your damn self. You make yeah. your own schools, your own doctor's offices, your own law firms, right? And they're very self-sufficient. So uh, with Greenwood, what we're doing is a, a blend. It's like the Second Amendment meets the community. Because as Mike was saying, that this should be normalized anyway. The guns should not be a taboo thing, right? Yeah. They're part of everyday society. Uh, so what we're doing with the Greenwood Project is, you think about it, is have firearms training, right? Professionals like Chris or myself, if I'm a professional, I don't know what I am day to day. But we get out there and you, you teach individuals how to operate, run a gun, things of that nature. That's one half of it. The other half of it is building human equity. So that's where we're gonna be focused on reading, writing, financial literacy. We're gonna be focused on um, uh, civics classes, uh, resume writing, interview skills, farming, gardening. Um, life skills. Life skills, things nice. that help the human being yeah. be better, right? So it's not just, oh, you come out and you shoot guns. No, you could come out one weekend and be in a gun class. You, Your kid might be over there in a gardening class. Or maybe you're going to take the de-escalation course that we're throwing that day. Or maybe you're going to get, you're looking for a That's new awesome. job. So you're going to be in a job interview. And this still. is in Georgia. Yeah, you're this is 45 minutes south of Atlanta. Um, so fortunate enough, and I'm going to always give um, big honor and respect to two organizations in particular, USCCA and Brownells. Very instrumental in making this happen, uh, but I was able to secure 40 acres of land, right? So I'm all nice. about the subtle blows. 40 acres, damn right. Yeah, so, no mule. Got a lot of ARs, though. Um, <laughs> no mules. <laughs> we'll get the mule here in a second. Uh, but we're, and that's not, and I want to be very clear about something else, too. This is for, yes, it has a meaning, and yes, I, I am driven with this mission, but I want to make this very clear. It does not mean because you happen to be a white guy that needs to learn job interview skills, you're not welcome on the land, all right? The name is the name and the meaning behind it is because of American tragedy. It is there to help all Americans. So that. it is not about, oh my God, I didn't, I didn't, I, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not this or I'm Asian so I can't go or I'm a Latino so I can't go, no. Everyone's welcome. Everyone is welcome at Greenwood. In um, honor. Yeah. That's yeah, a great name. Because there is no, yeah. no way that 
we have the success in the world if we stay divided, right? So I can tell you about history and let you know why I'm passionate about it and let you know damn well we're not repeating it. At the same time saying, yeah, but you weren't there. Neither was I. And me and you, we build a better country going forward, right? Uh, while we learn these lessons and use these yeah. lessons at building blocks. So I, I, I had a couple of people um, be confused about that. So I'm very clear about that. Yes, it has its meaning, but at the same time, I don't care where you come from, what you do. Hell, as a matter of fact, if you have a skill set and you're willing to come teach it, let me know. Very nice. Right? Because I'm not good at all this stuff. What I was able to do is give a lot of people like gardening. Yeah. Hell, I know about a garden. I don't know nothing. I'm going to learn. And you know what I do know? People that know it. And what I was able to do is work with these nonprofit agents and say, hey, you don't have a place to go garden, but I have the land. You teach the class. I'll help bring the people. We'll all learn together. This is how you nice. build a community back, right? Have you had any blowback with being um, firearms related? You know, like. Well, fortunately, not yet. Now, it's. it's Cause you're teaching life to, skills. I mean, you're teaching people to be self-sufficient, yeah. which is you know the cornerstone of being. You know, a great American, you know, so right. so to speak. In Just my overall, less reliant on the government. In my overall push, I'm gonna tell you the people that gave me the biggest pushback. And with the property itself, I haven't. And the beautiful thing is now I can drag people to where I'm at, and I'm not dependent on schools or somebody letting me in their facilities. Yeah. But yes, the biggest um, the biggest hurdles I've had to overcome is my community outreach that I've been doing for years has always been from the people that claim that they care about kids and people the most. Um, and so something happens to individuals when you say gun, everything else that you bring to the table, they just shut it off. It's like go deaf. Right. Yeah. They're just they're just out of the equation. So I've been able to work around in a lot of schools, especially I just don't talk about it. Like, I, And I'm not the guy that walks into an elementary school with, you know, gun ARs on my chest and stuff like that. I, I don't do that. Uh, and, I, I, you know, the respect is I'm not going to discuss firearms with children unless we're having a hot stove conversation. Right. Hey, kids, if you see a gun. Let, right. let the adult know, you know, things of that nature. Uh, but, yeah, those have been the biggest pushback. What I'm looking for is for the Second Amendment community to get off his ass. All right? Because these kind of efforts, Walk to Talk America, right, Greenwood Project, these are the things, right? First, we were, we were talking 15 years ago, it was all about diversity. Okay, diversity of thought, diversity in appearance, diversity of lifestyle. I mean, look at the interview panel, right? So we're, we're, getting, we're yeah. getting there. Right. We still got strides to go, but we we are showing that we're moving in the right direction. Uh, but now we got to stop being lazy. And what I mean in lazy is we can't just say, oh, cool. Chris is going to do it. He got it. No, you need to help Chris. Mike's got it. No, you need to help Mike. Katie's got it. No, you need to help me. So the same way that you want to, you know, you can click on a video and you can say, oh, cool. Hey, man, thanks for showing me this thousand dollar widget, which is great. I'm going to go buy it. Yeah. While you're there, make a twenty dollar donation. Right. Because we're trying to actually change the landscape of America to protect your rights in ways that have never been done before. Love the people that have been doing it for 40, 50 years to death. They've definitely done good things. The game has changed, son. That's right. And it needs to be it needs to be more methodical now. Landscape has changed. It. So get up off your butts, help out with the organizations. And I'm not calling you names. I'm just calling you lazy. Uh, but get up off your butt, help with the organizations, help with the people that are making change. And I'm telling you right now, it is not as easy as it may appear to be showing up to places talking getting defeated and then looking at the pool of people that should believe in you and they're not there either right or they're challenging you and they're saying well this is stupid so the opposition of freedom is beating you up while you're trying to educate them the people that should believe in freedom are beating you up because you're trying to bring it in a unique manner 
And you, you look, and next thing you know, all you got is your few friends to be like, dude, will you please say some nice words to me? I'm having a really bad day, right? So we need more people to get up off their, get up off their asses and help us out across like the board. I like that. So the Greenwood, where do people go to sign up for the Greenwood so project? So if you want to donate to the Greenwood project, I would really appreciate that. And I think we're going to be giving out people, we found a lot of quartz on the land. Like well, yeah. I mean, we pulled out one is like two basketballs. So I think what we're going to be wow. doing is like chopping blocks of quartz and actually sending it off to people that make a donation, right? And a little That's type cool. of thing. Uh, but it's um, GoFundMe.com. The organ is the Aiming for the Truth is the name of the org. So it's GoFundMe.com forward slash aiming for the truth. That is the name of the nonprofit organization. Um, you donate to that, it goes to funnel this project called Greenwood, but it's aiming for the truth. It's under that umbrella. Um, and that's that's how you help. And, and how you many know, years have you had this going now? Oh, well, I've had the idea for 10 years. We I just got the property last year. So this will be the first. Yeah, we're hosting our first event. The inaugural June 10th. event. June 10th is June our 10th. first event. Uh, and that event was even, that's and that's gonna be the first official event on the land is, uh, um, and what, what it's for, these are women that are mainly, I'm not going to call them anti-gun, just don't know, right? Yeah. Uneducated. And, but they're, they're great, they're big into cigars, right? And they're like, I'm sitting there and I'm talking to one of them and she's like, I got this great idea and she's a cigar ambassador. She travels the country and talks about this, right? The point of this is different communities of people, right? So yeah. she's got all these ladies, they, they love cigars and they're like, well, man, I want to, she's like, I want to do something different, you know, because everybody does this, this and that. And I'm sitting there with her and she's like, I just, and I want it to be in Atlanta. And I want to have about, you know, 60, 70 women out there. And I, I just, I'm trying to find something unique to do. And I was like, have them shoot guns. She's there like, you go. well, where, where do we do that? I say, you, you do it in my property. So already Greenwood, we got baby. 70 wow, women baby. that don't know they're going to come out get introduced to firearms while they enjoy what they normally do. They're going to be able to smoke, smoke cigars, cigar. learn. We're going to teach them. They get to shoot guns. So look, smoke we're cigars gonna... and skin a smoke wagon. That's right. Welcome <laughs> to it. So, and then we want, we want more there. We want more there. You like that, didn't you, Chris? <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. Oh my gosh. But that's, that's key, you know, and that, that goes to what we, we teach and preach here on the podcast is this is the most diverse and welcoming community that exists no one is more welcoming there's no other group that's more diverse than the firearms community like you said just look at this table right here and and it's it's about educating people and bringing bringing those those other likes values industries together and saying look we're we're all one big family and we all enjoy the same things it's just you know, they seem to be divided. You know, the liberal media obviously makes us out to be, you know, the good old boy Bubba Redneck, you know, industry. And In fairness, I really like hanging out with rednecks, so I'm just going to be honest. And I'm, I'm a redneck. <laughs> Hilarious. So, you know, uh, some of the funniest people you ever meet yep. in your life. Um, but some of the, you know, the most, you know, you know staunchest friendships that you can have, you know, you're never going to get a, a more... Uh, somebody that's got your back more than a redneck. Yeah. So I got your back, buddy. All right, all right, I got your back. I got your back. Um, but that's that's great what you're doing is you're actually bringing them together. You're not really forcing them together, you know, but you're mm -hmm. like, hey, you like cigars? You like whiskey? You like making uh, homesteads? You like doing your own garden? Bring it in here. You know, and you're, like you said, if you've got a skill, doesn't matter what it is, it could be anything. Maybe it's building a house, you know? 
Whatever your skill is, bring Whatever it. your skill, bring it. Especially if you're willing to you're willing to teach people. Because that's the other one one thing that I didn't think about originally, but I understood was a positive consequence, was the fact that you know what? If you are if you are bringing people that experience life different, right? And maybe they've been taught to dislike each other for whatever reason, right? right? That you like you like green and I like yellow, whatever the reason is. They've been taught to mistrust and dislike each other. Well, you know how calming that is when that person you've been told to distrust is teaching you something? And they get nothing from it. Because yeah. it's, it's all free. you got to do it free, right? So I'm literally giving you something. I'm giving you something to make your life better. How bad can I really hate you? Right. If I'm willing to just say, you know what? You want some investment knowledge? Here's all the information. And you go out and you build success off of that? How I can't hate you because why would I do that? Yeah. Right. So we start kind of breaking those, breaking that, those falsehoods down at the same time too, right? And I love maybe, it. maybe you have tough conversation in the midst of it. I'm all about the tough conversations, right? But you can still come out on the other end with a friend and an ally, right? Yeah. And then when you go out and you leave, you look at the rest of the world like, and what the hell else have I been getting lied to about? But you can at least, you know, even if you don't agree with them, you can at least see their side of it. Absolutely, you know, where they're coming from, and vice versa. Absolutely. You know, I get it. I understand. You know, your point of view. Yep. So, this is great. So the the Greenwood Project, uh, GoFundMe. GoFundMe.com dot forward slash aiming for the truth. Aiming for the truth. Yeah. And that's where they can donate. Yeah. And if they want to sign up for it. If you want to sign up for it, just to, go ahead and shoot us an email. Um, e- email me at info at noothertoys.com on our business website because the Greenwood website is still getting built. Nonprofit work is um, Who is a grind, baby. (laughs) So we're trying to get the funding. Sharing knowledge. Uh, uh, Trust me, and I'm going to gain a lot of knowledge from them. It's all up your network. Is your net worth? Is that what they say? Yeah. So uh, I'm definitely going to be pinging Mike's head about this. But right now, just email me at info at noothertoice.com and just say, hey, man, I want to help. Like literally title the email, want to help. And tell me what your skill is, right? And if we can, um, you know, all we, we have now, we got a bunch of land. Um, so I know one thing we're going to have immediately is the farm and the garden and the, the range. But, hey, if you're like, I can teach survival skills, yeah. like whatever you want to do. And I'm not anti you marketing a business either. So if you're like, hey, I'll come out and do a four-hour thing, you know, just as a give back. But do you mind if I promote my, sure. you know, absolutely. I want you to do that. You know, we still we still have to grow business. So, yeah, yeah just reach out. And then if you're on the social medias of the world, the real NOC for no other choice on all the social medias, reach out and talk to me. And if you see me and I have RBF, I promise you I am a nice person. Just <laughs> talk to me and tell me what you want to do and I'll and we'll make it happen. You might need to spell out what RBF yeah. stands for R- to the listeners. Um, is it, uh, RBF is resting bitch face. <laughs> okay, so I always look like I got an attitude, and you got to forgive me too, man. Look, I'm from, I'm, I'm from, I'm, I'm, I'm from the, I'm, I'm from a space, yeah, I'm from an area, right? And then I, I grew up where I grew up at. That's a you know crack '90s, um, and then I jumped from that right into law enforcement, and I'm, I'm stuck. My job was to be stuck with a bunch of prisoners all day, so I have a tendency. You got the RB, yeah, just it? like RBF. you know, RB, RBF, RBF, rest in bitch rest face, in man. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know where the next problem is coming from, so I'm trying to fix it. They say the cure for this disease is uh, cigars and bourbon uh, and, and, and uh, you know, a wife. I was going to say women, but I want to keep a wife. Cigars, so bourbon, and guns. Yeah, yeah. And guns guns help, too. Guns actually calm me down. Another thing. Keep, they do know, me, too. I tell people all the time, I was way more violent. And I don't say I was violent because I'm some macho dude. No, no seriously, I had a problem with violence. But but I, was, I wasn't mentally well. Violence was my get out, right? Yeah. So I was violent. I liked pain. I liked 
putting pain on people. I, the world to me was just a horrible place, and pain is what we live through, yeah. right? So I, I like that. Now, in my older age, I, I, I wrestled my 16-year-old the other day. It's just different. <laughs> um, but guns actually, in my opinion, uh, calm me down because I'm very aware of the consequences if I do the wrong thing. You know, very aware of them. So I'm like, nah, I don't want any problems with anybody, man. Nope. So, yeah, I, guns actually do calm me down. Here's a tip for you. Next time you go to the range, get you some walkers. Or pro- Can I give them a discount code? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, go to I'm Walk- all about promoting your stuff, too. Yeah, go ahead. Walkersgameear.com. And I don't even get a financial kickback. This is just from the GSM family to you guys. Walkersgameear.com. Use the code KD30 or Kevin Dixie 30 Get 30% off anything from them that you want. 30% oh, nice. off all the electronic air pro, anything you want over there, and it's not limited. Put as much in your cart as you want. Does that work as a show here? Or they got a booth set up? I want to go over there right now. The, the, problem, <laughs> the problem is I was supposed to be at the booth. I got to find it still. But, um, yeah, go to Walker's Game here. Get you whatever you want off the website, KD30. That's on me to your to your family, 30% to, to the lead heads. Nice. 30% off anything you want. My pleasure. Um, and But here's a tip for you guys. While you're at the range, if you like music. If you, if you know, or if you like music. podcasts or books or anything like that, whatever you like listening to, uh, something that's helped me over the years. You're out there, maybe you know it's not like a bunch of you're by yourself, right? Maybe yeah. you got a, a responsible friend with you, and say you're working on this drill, whatever that drill is, or you're working on your reloads or whatever the thing is. Get you some good Walker Air Pro. Choose the ones that are Bluetooth, and stream music to your Air Pro. While there you shooting. go. And I'm telling you, it will change your life. When I'm when I'm cleaning my firearms, that's when I like to pop those in and listen to the podcast or the music or you know whatever tune out tune yeah. out yeah but I'm i've sorry. got i've got a pair of those that you can do that with the bluetooth ones yeah mm-hmm. they are awesome they're awesome are they walker sure uh, <laughs> for this right. purpose <laughs> yeah uh, for this purpose they are <laughs> indeed they are they might as well be because it wasn't a sponsored one so <laughs> <laughs> so you got to follow this chris yeah, well, uh, like KD and like Mike, uh, I'm also engaging in, in community building. And so the, the backdrop here is, um, you know, violence, racist violence against Asian Americans has increased dramatically, you know, throughout the pandemic. And the number of Asian Americans who are seeking to learn how to shoot, learn how to buy their first gun, um, it's, it's the, the amount of activity and chatter around that is unprecedented. Like, I mean, I've, I've been in the industry for 10 years, I don't know, 11 years now. Um, and you know, the unfortunate violence that Asian Americans are experiencing here in our country. And these are in cities that you would think are quote unquote safe. Yeah. San Francisco, LA, New York, Seattle. I mean, we're seeing some of these cities have the highest attack rates and these are very, they're racially driven. Um, And so in response to that, a few years ago, I founded an organization called the Asian Pacific American Gun Owners Association. Another acronym soup, (laughs) A-P-A-G-O-A. So A-P-A-G-O-A, you know, our goal is to be an information resource for Asian Americans who are asking themselves all those typical first-time shooter gun owner questions. Um, And and you know, what's interesting is, you know, I don't live my life seeking out information based on people's race. Like, if I need to learn something, I will just go find people who know the information, and I'm very colorblind in that manner. But, you know, found, you know being a co-founder of APA GOA has made me realize that, you know, if we want to educate and if we want to build community, we have to often meet people where they are. 
right? And yep. so to go to them, yeah. yeah. And so it doesn't matter if I don't seek out information based on people's race, but there are lots of people that do, right? And so me realizing that, me having like meet those people where they are, like I, I want to make sure that they hear the message that the Second Amendment is for everybody, that the gun community, gun ownership. Is, is is for everybody irrespective of your race religion sexual orientation etc and so you know it, it's, it's been a very scary time for Asian Americans um, you know during the pandemic we saw 43 percent year-over-year increase in first-time Asian American gun ownership why do you, why do you think that is you know it's you if you combine a lot of the inflammatory racist language that we see from a lot of politicians at the start of COVID and yeah. the middle of COVID, and obviously we're still on the tail end, thankfully, like the very, very tail end of COVID here. But, you know, that creates an, an atmosphere where you have certain individuals who think that gives them permission to attack Asian Americans. And so if you take that what's happening in our country you take the civil unrest if you hear all of the defund the police conversations mm -hmm. if you hear about uh, all of the talk about you know basically removing like dismantling the criminal justice system right you have district attorneys who aren't prosecuting people right and you have Asian Americans who are watching vicious violent attacks happen to us the police either uh, they, they, they don't have the power to do anything, or if they do arrest somebody, then you have a district attorney who's not pressing charges, or they're not leveraging the full force of the law, right, yeah. to prosecute these criminals to the fullest extent. So then, this comes back to the Asian American community, where we say, well, if the cops can't protect us, and if the criminal justice system isn't gonna help keep these criminals off the street, how do I protect myself and the ones that I love. And so for the first time in maybe ever in our country's history, there are large numbers of Asian Americans who are asking themselves the question, is gun ownership right for me? Mm -hmm. And we all know like that is a big question, right? Uh, Asian Americans have probably the lowest rate of gun ownership right in our country. And so, you know, I'm a second generation gun owner, right? My father right, owns firearms. So, you know, for me, I, yeah, I, I grew up shooting not a ton, but the concept and notion of owning a gun was normalized for me at a very young age. But clearly, right, if, if, if you're Asian American or really anybody and you don't have that family heritage or the traditions of going hunting or target shooting or learning about home defense and right and, and, and concealed carry, it's hard to have that tradition start right in your 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 family unit or your friend circle. So, yeah. APAGOA, we are right providing that information right to Asian Americans around right all the bread and butter questions like you know should I buy a pistol, a rifle, a shotgun, uh, and then you know well every state. Right, is, is, has a different process. Right. CCW or you know, constitutional carrot, that's all different depending on the state that you live in. And what's most important to me is I want people to have good, accurate information. Right? So and so APA GOA, we are a trusted resource hub, right, of industry professionals, right, gun owners who are able to speak authoritatively, right, on safe handling, safe storage skills. 
and, uh, and and bring people together. I mean, that, that's now are really you going and, and traveling and, and putting on um, seminars? Uh, is this online? Is there a you know online video that people can go and watch? Phone number? Yeah. So part of what APA GOA is doing is right bringing in existing content right from uh, Asian American content creators like like me, uh, you know, like JJ Rakaza and a whole bunch of right other prominent Asian American gun owners. Uh, you know, in the community, um, but we're also holding events nationwide. Mm -hmm. And so there's uh, one coming up in August um, with JJ. Uh, JJ Rakaz is, you know, one of the most just like one just awesome dude. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's a phenomenal human being. Uh, one of our the world's best shooters. I mean, yeah. the guy's got like. Oh, you know, by the way, he happens to be a world champion shooter yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so there's going to be a, a, a you know a, a, a learn workshop from the best. seminar. Yeah, learn from the best. Uh, a winner of Top Shot right here, also. Yeah, I'll be holding you know, uh, Chang, some events in, in the future as well, and um, and so yeah, we're we're looking to yeah bring people together, right? And um, this is a just your bread and butter grassroots. Will this be one of your first events that you that you've had with your organization? Uh, no, so we've had some events in California. We're we're pretty California heavy, but we yeah. are you know looking right to other other states and yeah. I mean the the, the long view of APA GOA yeah. is to be a nationwide organization. But like anything, right? We got to start small. Yeah. And and like Katie was mentioning, like starting a nonprofit organization is hard. It is really hard, right? It's like everybody's a volunteer. Everybody's got their day jobs. You know, you're trying to scrape together funding. You're, yep, you, you're just you're talking to as many people as you can, and you know, to join the cause. And uh, and you know, but it's 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 very satisfying work, right? Like you know, there's obviously all this behind the scenes, you know, organizing and uh, advocating that has to happen. But you right. know, when you get people together and you see the results, the fruits of your labor. Uh, that that that's where I think for all of us, right? That, that's oh, why absolutely. we're doing yeah. this because success we is see. always a it's a drug, you know, mm -hmm. and you want to continue that success. Exactly. Um, I asked Kevin this too. What's one of the biggest, I guess, blowbacks that you've received in your community? Um, yeah, I, I, thankfully, um, I can say that I, I haven't gotten any significant blowback within the community. Um, it, it's been more actually the gun control community that's been mostly coming specifically at me sure, and, being and the in gun California. industry. Yeah, and the and the attack line is that it's you know the the, the accusation is oh it's uh, it's despicable that the gun industry is trying to take advantage of the violence against Asian Americans all to sell more guns. And it's like. This is not about it's money. Not the, this, is, yeah. this is not about money. This is about. It's not sales. It's about education. Yeah, this is about educating people around firearms ownership. And look, like I am not in, in the camp. Like I don't think guns are for everybody, right? They're 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 they're. They're people, absolutely not. Yeah, right. The guns are not for everybody. It is an individual choice that I want everybody to think about it. Like, sure. I think everybody but how are you going to know that they're not for you unless you go you go down and you take that first step? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I don't so, know. I don't know that this pair of shoes is for me until I try it on. Exactly. I don't so, know this jacket's going to fit until I try it on. Yeah, and so you know, I don't know if I'm going to like that that mule deer suit until I, I try it. It was delicious stew. It was it very. Was. It was, that was a, a bonding moment for us ten years it ago. Was. It was. <laughs> so we bonded heavily over mule deer. Mule deer stew. Yeah. 
it's never awesome. had it before then and have not had it since. But it was I have, delicious. I have. Very I've had good. it since then. Hey. But, right, so, um, you know, for me, I'm a diversity and inclusion advocate no matter where I am. You know, my, my, my career started in Silicon Valley, right? So in Silicon Valley, you know, I'm always like, right, pro-diversity, pro-inclusion. You know, right? when we say diversity and inclusion or when I say it, like, I don't just mean like the superficial, like, you know, race and ethnicity. And, 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 and this is also about life experiences right political perspective life perspectives like i think what makes our country so great is we are so diverse in all of these different ways and what is so frustrating for me to see in our country these days is the tribalism mm -hmm. right that 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 is just continually encouraged and rewarded right we just find just the, the like the quote like-minded people right who think like us but then we don't yeah. listen or we're not like talking to people who disagree with us we are just seemingly continuing to insult them to degrade them to make them all sound you know but less just than like, us just like kevin said and just like you're saying right now is is we are all of like-mindedness there's something we all have in common somewhere down, correct down the line and, and, you, and nobody's ever going to have 100% on everything. It's just not going to happen, you know. And, and for us to, to nitpick and, you know, find some little flaw just to, to keep someone out of, you know, our so-called group or our industry uh, is preposterous. And that's not what this industry is about as a whole because we are welcome and we are, like say, diverse. Um, and it's about education. It's not about the sales. Yeah. It's it, about educating individuals on gun ownership safe responsible proper way fun yeah. ways yeah and to so, do it and for the asian american community right this is a you know one of many vehicles right in the gun community that is speaking to the asian american community to say hey like come join us right come come join us like this is a really not just fun activity it's a great group of people obviously it, it taps into a core human need which is all about safety yeah. and security and you and know respect and respect and personal responsibility and, and individual ownership over right taking personal responsibility which is and what we need to be security. promoting you know in you know in the the mass shootings that happen you know it's the gun it's the mental health it's you know, it's the lack of education is the main, I think. There's that and lack of community, right? It's, it's the main thing that the, that people are overlooking is it's the education. And they, the gun grabbers don't want people to be educated about guns. You know, anything to do to learn about it, they're against it. You know, just like, you know, you're saying the opposition that you're meeting there in California. Some of the people in your community, you know, it's, it's you're trying to educate people about you know this is a life decision and it could it could be the difference between life and death one way or the other depending on how you use it but if you if you don't respect yourself you don't respect other people then that's where it gets out of hand and you know we get into these mass shootings and is the repercussions they don't understand so i think education what you're saying educate what you're doing is education what you're doing mike is education what you're doing is education. Is educating people about what a firearm is, how to use it, when to use it, and ways to use it. So we're all on the same page here. Indeed. You know, it's just we got to get we got to get this stigma of not letting us educate 
our younger generations about firearms, you know, keeping it out of schools. What, what good does that do? You know, sex education, they try to keep that, you know, out of schools. And what's that do? It just makes people want to learn more about it on their own in an unsafe way. Mm-hmm. It scared the hell out of me. <laughs> show, me, show me pictures of uh, STDs. Yeah, uh, nah, nah. yeah, and that's nah, all nah, nah, it does, nah. you know. And that's what they set it up in school when I was in school. You know, I'm 52. It was a way to to scare you into not wanting to have sex. Yeah, boy. Yeah. yeah. I would also uh, push this challenge to um, gun owners. Sure. If we're gonna roll with education being the you know the the biggest missing component, you need to be better teachers. Absolutely. You need to be more approachable teachers. That yelling at people because they disagree with you, you know, that's you're already a mean-spirited, nasty individual because just because you got a gun anyway, right? <laughs> so if 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 you are if we're going to educate Americans, um, you have to be more approachable. You have to be somebody that can keep the cool head in a room full of idiots. Yeah. Sometimes it's just it's just part of the responsibility. You know, and I know we gotta, you know, we gotta take care of our own backyard, but it's it's not just Americans that we gotta educate. We gotta educate the world, because look at all these countries that have done away with their, you know, their Second Amendment rights, and look, you know, the situation that they're in in their in their countries. You're right. We should. I, I won't because I don't know if he wants me to say it out loud, so I won't say who it was. But I was just at another gentleman's class, um, and at the class there was a guy who came from another country to to America to take a class because their country has now pretty much erased competitive shooting. Yeah. Doesn't exist. They they, they, they took it away. Canada? That Oh, that's the country, yes. Yeah, I just Canada. Don't want to say it again. Yeah. Um, you can say the country. No, he said he came down here, and we're sitting at dinner after the class, right? And we're sitting there, and we're talking about something. I don't know. I think I was trying to steal somebody's food and distract them. I don't know what was going <laughs> on. And I'm, I'm talking, and then all of a sudden I hear him say something like, yeah, you you guys, as in Americans, right? Yeah, you guys absolutely need to do something about your gun laws. And I didn't know if he was like going pro gun. I, I had no idea. And I'm still just moving about. He's like, yeah, because it's 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 um, this is ridiculous the amount of guns you have. I am. Don't get me excited. And I'm sure the room went just yeah, quiet, just went, like that. And I just like beelined Ooh, in boy. on this guy, right? But I even had to take my own advice in that moment, like, uh. Uh-uh. Don't yell. You have to, you, you know, you have to educate. So, yeah. and I yell automatically anyway, just because I'm loud. So I really have to be careful, right? Rest in bitch face, loud voice. <laughs> like I gotta, you know, bring it all the way down. And as I'm talking to this guy, it, he, the light bulb started clicking off. But I, I realized in that moment, uh, the best thing to say to him was this: When we talk about the, 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 and I'm not saying that everybody thinks America is the best country on earth. It's just not the case. Not everybody believes that, right? We're supposed yeah. to believe that, and not everybody else is supposed to believe that. All right, but for the people that do view it that way, that are you know non-Americans that do view it that way, I had to explain to him, you do realize you are critiquing the same country you just ran to to learn how to be free. Drop the mic, boom. And yeah. that's exactly what happened. And he sat back in his chair like, oh, and that was the best education I could give anybody. Yeah. You ran here. And just like your experience, uh, I've taken several training courses where there are people from other countries, Canada, you know, being the main one. And, you know, that's the thing that a lot of them, you know, say, except the opposite. They're like, you know, you guys, you need to change your laws because they're slowly, you're losing them like we did. You know, it's, it's, you know, look what happened to our country. You guys need to fight harder, need to get more involved. And, you know, 
they came down here to do the training, have the, you know, shoot the guns they couldn't shoot. Uh, and then they're going back to the country where they can't use any of that because the, the rights have been taken away. So it's, it's good to get the perspective from people from other countries because it's, it's kind of like a, what do you call it? Uh, you know, they're, they're warning you of what's coming, yeah. you know, kind of deal. It's got a word. I can't think of it right now. A harbinger of things to come. That's one. That's so one. Foreshadowing. Yeah, definitely. Foreshadowing. 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 That's a good, that's boom, a good boom, word. Boom, boom. Yeah. Uh, but tell, uh, cautionary tale. There it is. Uh, cautionary tale. Cautionary tale. I know it's come to me in a minute. Uh, but yeah, we can look at all these other countries. But until you get somebody from that country who's actually there and experiencing it and they tell you firsthand, you know, you don't really appreciate what we've got here. And, and you know, giving, giving, giving away our rights to a bump stock doesn't seem like much to, to some people. But that, again, that's that one step closer to them taking the next step and the next step and the next step. Yeah. For and, everybody that thought the bump stock wasn't a big deal, tell me how it's working out for braces right now. Exactly. And that's exactly why they're on the braces right now because of – and who took the bump? It was Trump. Yeah, absolutely. It was Trump. It, was, it wasn't a Democrat. Mm-hmm. wasn't a liberal. It was, you know, your, your guy, your favorite – president of all time you know that's donald what, trump that's what happens when you leave your freedom to tribalism that's what happens when you are more inspired by a political party than you are about your passion of being an american that's what happens when you turn your values and freedom over to somebody just because they say they're your friend i don't care yep. if you vote left right up down middle sideways i don't care because it's your freedom to do so what i will say is that the a lot of i'm never going to speak in totality on people but a lot of a concerning amount of individuals many of them in this building right now are going to be praising and singing trump's glory when yeah. he speaks here tomorrow is it tomorrow i, I thought he was a, here today is it today something i think it's here today, That's is it today? We walked in. okay yeah. so they were praising right now it. oh yeah because right the, the line was super duper long mm-hmm. that's what that long line was yeah, yeah. so sure. you're going to be praising someone who gave you more gun control than the guy that had it the eight years previous. I think the worst thing Obama did was uh, shut down our last lead smeltering plant, which sucked. Yeah. It was in Herculaneum, Missouri. The worst thing he did was propel the uh, firearms industry. So uh, way through the roof, right? The President roof. Obama's the best salesperson yeah. yeah. for yeah. the gun industry. It was, it was. I swear that he has stock in <laughs> these gun companies. I swear he did. Yeah, that's what happened. So we'll, we'll see if, if America will actually get to being about American values when it comes down to um, to really fighting for our gun rights in that way. Because I've seen, I, I see it all the time, too. No different than people that tend to be or say they're anti-gun. Most of the time it's because someone they look up to says that. Right. Right? And then what... what and last thing about, about Trump. I want everybody to know, Pierce Morgan is known to be very anti-gun, right? He's, he's known to be a douche, but he's also known to be he's, very Yeah, douche. That's um, yeah, good word. Trump sat down with Pierce Morgan and told Pierce Morgan, when, uh, there was an unfortunate shooting in Virginia Beach where a guy used a silencer. Um, and so Pierce Morgan kind of brought that up. Yeah. And Trump told him, remember we were, remember this HPA we were supposed to get, this Hair Protection Act? Yeah. That was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. You know, and Trump told him. died Yeah, you see, vine. Trump said to Pierce, you see what I did with bump socks, right? And Pierce was like, yeah, and I don't think you get enough credit for that. He's like, yeah, I did that. We did that. And I don't like these silencing things either. So we're looking at those now. Yeah. And, I'm, and I played a video for everybody. And they're like, well, it's 48,000 D chest. I'm like, yeah. What? <laughs> so you love a man more than you do your freedom. Thanks a lot. Tune in the next show. Right. Like, it's crazy. Point made. Yeah. Turn on you in a heartbeat.
So, guys, this is this is great conversation. We've been doing this over an hour now. This is this is awesome. And we're still friends. And Pretty we're amazing. still friends. Pretty we're amazing. Still got common goals. One more time, give uh, where everybody can get in touch with you and what you got coming up that they can take part in. Mike, wtta.org at Walk the Talk US on social media, and uh, I just need your support. I'm gonna go do my thing. I do it full time now. You know. There so you go. It's good. Oh, um, uh, if you want to help out with the Greenwood Project, please consider that. Um, we, we need help also. But I will even say, if you have any concerns or any investment in mental illness, if you only have 20 bucks, help Mike first, then come see me later. Oh, because that mental, mental illness is a big deal, man. Uh, but uh, GoFundMe.com forward slash aiming for the truth to help out with the Greenwood Project. Uh, if you're looking for firearms training, even some firearm accessories, you you like gun reviews and all that good old stuff, um, NoOtherChoice.com is our website. So head over there, you know, check out our schedule, check out what we got going on. I mean, we're teaching all over the country. We'll, we'll even be in Palmer, Alaska in August. What? Yeah, nice. Palmer, Alaska. So Is this your first time to go to Alaska? Yeah, man. That's going to be cool. Yeah, so I booked that flight. you're looking forward to that, right? Yeah, eight hours. That's but now to the they to got my movies now. To, to my crew in Alaska though I will that's why I tell people just side note real quick man that's why I tell people yeah. I, I look man I people can say what they want I like me so I don't know if you can call dudes from Alaska rednecks I don't know northnecks I don't know what they are but what I do Alaska. know is when they when they book me for the class I get an email from one of the guys and he's like yeah man when you come up I got a a, a, a 2022 Tundra for you to drive so don't rent a car we're gonna grab you from the airport we got be friends with people. And stop believing what the media <laughs> tells you because there are some awesome human beings in this in this world. Alaskans um, are chat next, maybe I don't know. Yeah, um, but so yeah, sign, go to noothechoice.com. Sign up for any training if you um, want to keep up with me on social medias. It's the real NOC for um, on all platforms. I am most active on Instagram and now putting a little bit of stock into YouTube. And come over, be ready to have intelligent adult conversation if you engage with me on social media or face to conversation. I hear Twitter's a better place to be. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it personally. I'm not either, so oh, I'm cesspool. not buying into it. Oh boy, well for, uh, for my stuff, um, APAGOA.org, the Asian Pacific American Gun Owners Association requires probably two breaths to say that every time. So APAGOA.org. And then uh, for my personal stuff, TopShotChris.com and at TopShotChris. When's Colby going to have you on that new show he's got, The Ultimate Marksman? Uh, I, I, I did get an invite. Did I you did really? get an invite oh, for it. Uh, but the timing didn't work out. And yeah, it, it, I'm, I'm excited to see how, I hope the show's successful. So Evan was on it. Evan was a contestant on it. Very cool. What was my, the show that you were on? My camera guy. My Top show? Shot. Or the other show. No, no, no. In addition to Top, Top shot, shot. And then you were on. Yeah, so uh, I was on another show on TBS called The Go Big Show. The Go Big Show. With Snoop Dogg. No. That was one of the, I never thought that. The Snoopers. I, you yeah. met the Snoopers? Yeah. I'm on a first name basis with Snoop. It's like <laughs> wild. What's his first name? Uh, I forget what it's Calvin. Calvin. Calvin? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, right? I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I was calling Snoop. Snoop. It's all yeah, Snoop. Snoop. I would never call him Calvin. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, um, uh, but yeah, like life, life is uh, fun and interesting, like that. And uh, I'm sure I'll be on some, I don't know, some other, some other show in some, the future. Some other but, stuff coming up. But it's good to see more, you know, uh, gun-friendly TV programming, right? I mean, that's you know. I was so stoked to see that that show come back. It's like great. It, I mean, it, that's like a first step. Maybe we get the three gun. You know stuff back on TV. Yeah, it cannot be under uh, or overstated the positive impact that gun-friendly TV programming has 
Um, you know, in the, in the gun community, we obviously have a lot of our, you know, gun influencer, you know, YouTube, YouTuber friends, and, and that's great. Like we, you know, need, we need more of that. Um, it is also, I would say, right, uh, impactful in a different way when a major TV network right, or cable channel has some kind of gun-friendly programming, whether it's a competition show, etc. So, anywho, we will see, uh, we'll see, hopefully that we'll, we'll get more gun-friendly programming. Absolutely. I'm for it. One last thing. Yeah, this absolutely. About, about Chris. I, I just want to say this to you, man. I think you are probably one of the most solid, best representatives of what a gun owner is in this country. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, thank Period. you. Flat out. Chris is Chris. You are you are absolutely a top notch dude, man. I appreciate that. No problem. Well, I th I think you are as well, and I think you are too, Mike. So Mike's laughing. He's like Mike's like. You like, see, I intentionally like, did not look over toward Mike. Right. I don't even know why you're lying to him. <laughs> Mike's like, am I getting? I mean, you got to right look, look at <laughs> look at the longevity this guy's had in oh, the firearms. Yeah. How long has it you're been? Third generation. Yeah, third generation. Third generation. Third generation firearms. I got in, I got into industry uh, right after college, uh, so I was 21. Then I left for a few years, and I came back. And I am like. You know, we talk about like different people learning about the firearms. And shit. I wasn't a gun guy. Like I, was, I had no exposure to guns coming into working in the. Have industry. they have they seen your modeling pictures? <laughs> your Calvin <laughs> Klein remember, modeling remember pictures. My, my business card. Remember the business card I had the, <laughs> with the fly ass out. Can I say? Can I say the PG? Yeah, 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 the Playgirl. Playgirl, yeah. He was in Playgirl. That's <laughs> out of the bag. I, I look like I ate the guy who was in Playgirl. <laughs> you know the funny story about the the uh, so at Chacho years ago we used to throw a party every year and we had like just like an eagle party you know and uh, so one year I'm walking up the escalator with my wife we show up I'm looking at everybody wearing this white T-shirt so I'm like what the hell is that. Adam Renola from Century went and got the cover of Playgirl and had like 200 <laughs> shirts printed up. And I, I was like, all right, he got me. This is good. Uh, but the funny part is, at one point in the night, this waitress goes, who's the guy on the shirt? <laughs> and I go, that's me. And she goes, that's you? <laughs> I was like, damn, I fell off. <laughs> when you got married, that's what happened. <laughs> Yeah, so that was a, a little piece of history. I like that. I haven't heard that story yet. Yeah, that's, that's funny. One. So Adam and I are in a wedding together next week. We're both groomsmen. In for the, Andrew, right? Yeah, for Drew. Yeah. Yeah, I got to bust his balls. I could be like, hey, need to. sorry I'm not coming. Oh, that's right. I wasn't invited. I was invited. <laughs> I wasn't invited. Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan's here, by the way. Is she? Yeah. Yeah, Andrew's here too, right? No. Oh, no? No. Nope. Morgan? Okay. He's doing well. I'll, I'll catch up with her. All right, guys. More coming from the 2023 NRA here in Indy from the lead quarters at Keltec. Introducing our new belly band holster. Whether you're hitting the gym or running a quick errand, our belly band is one of the most comfortable and safest ways to carry your firearm. The center section allows you to carry most common pistols. Left or right-handed, this has you covered. A hard laminate trigger shield protects the firearm's trigger from unwanted intrusion, giving you ease of mind while carrying every day. Two elastic sleeves give you the flexibility to carry other everyday items, such as spare mats, flashlight, knife, or pepper spray. Two zippered pockets run on both sides, offering the option to carry smaller items, such as money, cards, or keys. Flush fit on your lower back or waist, easily keeping your setup discreet no matter how you choose to carry. 
Utilizing 3D spacer mesh, these channels allow for exceptional and efficient airflow, giving you maximum comfort and keeping you cool. Carry whenever you want, how you want, with our new belly band holster. Available now. Go to missionfirsttactical.com, use the code LEADHEAD for an exclusive listener-only 20% discount.